I'm going to start the song right now. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we uh, we have our fearless beer review, we have our vinyl pickups that leads into our songs of the week, and then we finish it up, round it out with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcasts, go to Spotify, give us fi- a five-star rating. Please, please go do that. Uh, tell all your friends. And uh, we also, our social media, it's all Asinine Radio. Get into that. We have a Discord server if you want to join that. Uh, we'll send you the link. Just hit us up. And then we have a phone number if you want to text us. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. Now, Jeff, we're done with the boring intros. So what do you got for God. your beer this week? Go. Go. I, I, I have. I, 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 I. I have uh, it's called Wow Wheat Joy Bus. It's made by Four Peaks. Okay, another Four, four Peaks. Peaks. Four Peaks are local boys that were bought out by big boys. So <laughs> okay. that makes sense. <laughs> but this is their this is their like uh, this, this is like Four Peaks' version of a Blue Moon, essentially. All right, sounds and good. I, I had this. This was on sale. So we bought a lot of them. And I've had this, uh, I rated it last year, according to Untapped, on January 29th of 2021. Wow. Almost exactly a year. I gave it two out of five stars. Oh, God. Which seems low, because I, I had this. I had another one of these the other day, and it's not, it's not bad. And that, that seems a little bit low. Maybe I was grumpy or something. <laughs> You're always fucking grumpy, so. What's possible. New, it is quite possible. All That's right. Yeah, four peaks. What's the ABV on it? Uh, the can's all yellow and I can't really read anything on it. Okay, fun. Fun stuff. God, turn the light on. Uh, I mean, it's fine. If you don't want to tell me, that's fine. I get oh, it's it. 5%. Oh, I mean, that's average, I guess, for, for a weedy. Weed for beer. A weedy, for a weedy. Eat your weedies. Mm. I don't no, like yeah, weed. that's, that's not a very good cereal. Weedies? Yeah, that's fine. It's I've, not, never, I've never had weedies ever in my life. It's pretty run-of-the-mill pretty run-of-the-mill cereal what's the one where it's like frosted on one side and then the bottom gets super soggy instantly and they look like little pillows and they're cross oh uh um oh my god frosted mini wheats yeah those are not good those are are so good those are trash get the fuck out of here they're so good that is actual trash cereal because they, they get like the frosted part of those are delicious and it's really good but then the bottom part is just like instant sog yeah, but it's but it it balances well. No, it doesn't. It's trash. It does. No, you're crazy. Get the fuck I want out of here. I want my my I want my cereal in like puff form, and I want it to be made of like pure sugar, like Captain Crunch. <laughs> That's what I want. Man, I haven't had cereal in so long. I, I miss it. I truly Why do you miss not it. have cereal for extended I know, periods I just, of times? I don't know. I because I've been so busy with work, but now I work from home, so there's no excuse anymore. 
Zero excuse. You're too busy to what? To, to, to go grocery shopping once a month? Well, I don't eat breakfast because I would usually leave earlier in the morning, so... Who eats cereal for no breakfast? Time. Cereal's a, a midnight snack. Cereal's a post-pod <laughs> snack. I've never, I, I don't think I've eaten cereal for breakfast in 20 years. <laughs> I, don't, I don't snack much after the pod. Maybe some goldfish, but that's about it. That's my dinner after. I haven't even eaten today. I wait till after the pod. That's when I feast or during the pod. Oh, man. You're going to... Yeah, during the pod. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you have a, a wheat beer from Four Peaks. Uh, mine is from... This one I have is uh, from Modern Times. I think Modern Times also got bought out by Anheuser-Busch a while back. I think. Uh, kind of a local brewery here. And uh, this one is called Terrabellum. This is a hazy. Because I'm a haze bro. Hazy IPA. Uh, it's 6.3 ABV. It smells, eh, it smells okay. It comes in a can. It's nice and bright colors. It kind of reminds me of Vegas, like 70s Vegas. It's kind of nice. I like it. Um, okay, I'm I'm ready to drink this. I'm ready too. You ready? Let's, let's yeah. Okay, let's drink up, baby boy. Kisses. Yeah. All go. right. Okay, so we have we have a, our world famous three point rating system. Where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. Uh, one is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what do you give your beer, Jeff? Go. So, I I was reading about this Joy Bus thing because it's it's called Joy Bus Wow Wheat Four Peaks, uh-huh. like I said, and um, it's good. It's it's not a two out of five. That's that's silly boy talk. I must have been hacked. That probably makes more sense. <laughs> this is good. This is uh, this is like a Blue Moon, a lot thinner. This is damn near like water. But it's kind of like tangy, like the the drink tang, that taste. Oh, God. Yeah, it kind of tastes like that. Or what I think tang tastes like, because it's been a while since I've had tang also, since the yeah. tang shots, actually, Ooh, I think. Those were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, uh, this is not bad at all. The reason why uh, I don't mind, I don't mind Blue Moon sometimes if it's like, especially because it gets so fucking hot out here, Blue Moon is a tasty beverage at a bar, and if it's really fucking hot out and I get in and that's my first beer, I don't mind it. I really don't. But yeah, this agreed. this is a 100% substitute for Blue Moon. If they have it at, at a bar, I will never get Blue Moon again because this is so much better. This is really good. Really? Yeah, so much better. It, I, I can't drink multiple Blue Moons because it's, it's, too, it's too weedy. It's too thick. This is, yeah, this is thick, water thin. Okay, I get it. I get it now. And then I was reading about this Joy Bus thing, and I just happened to type in in Google, and I guess it's a charity. It's a nonprofit organization based in Phoenix, and what the Joy Bus does is it brings like free meals to cancer patients who can't oh. get out of the house and go shopping, or I think I even read that it helps it helps transport those patients to like chemotherapy or anything else that they have going on. That's so, a, that's really cool. So a portion of these of these profits from this beer goes to fund that bus and that organization. I like that. I like that. So that's super more dope. Companies don't do that. So even though like Four Peaks was was bought out and they sold out to a big corporation, like they still got roots here. And that I mean, Four Peaks people love this beer in Phoenix or in yeah, Arizona, I, mean, I guess. I mean, there's also not a lot going on in Phoenix. Oh. Oh, it's the fifth biggest city oh. in the United States. What are you talking about? Oh, oh, the fifth uh, most popular city in the United States. So I don't okay, know what and, you're talking and about. that's even more telling. You know, it's not much. There's not. There's not a lot to root for in Phoenix. It's funny because my first like couple years here, I went out of my way to try a lot of pizza in Phoenix, in the Phoenix area, and I have like a a list, and I rate them based on things and and whatever. So when people talk to me about pizza and they like, oh, you ever had this place? I pull up my little list. 
And they go, oh, yeah, I've had that trash. And they go, like, well, why? And I have, like, a list of things that I have ranked that pizza on and why I think it's not good. And uh, every single place I've had in Phoenix is not good. <laughs> really? That's surprising. Because I rank them all on our, our patented three-point rating system. That's how everything's oh, rated okay. on yeah, everything. And people are like, yeah, I'm just, what do you vote out of three? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody questions it. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> That's what we do. Do you do you also send out a weekly email blast about it? I if I had people to send one to, I would. <laughs> if the only one with mouthfeel. <laughs> I was just gonna say, do, does yours include mouthfeel? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that God. episode was so good. And he, he bring you remember he carries around the bucket and he chews it and just spits it out. It's so <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Even Jake is like, that is disgusting. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that show. That show is so funny. No, I right. I, I I base mine on dough sauce and then just overall, and then add okay. base it out of three. I mean, the sauce is the most important part, definitely. So that should be the top. But <clears throat> well, it was just it was like alphabetical at that point. It was just oh, like okay. dough and then sauce, and then I, I don't know if it's called overall, but I think it's something else, and that's where the rating is. But okay, but like you can have. You can have okay pizza. Like, there's this place called Peter Piper Pizza, and the pizza's okay. Everything about it is fine, but the sauce is just funky. It's got this weird funk to it, and therefore, it's it's damn near, like, inedible. <laughs> I love... I want some pizza now. Sounds good. You can have a lot of pizza when you come out, babe boy. I know. That's all we're going to fucking eat is pizza. All we're going to eat is pizza and <laughs> Curry's Light with Limes. Oh, and some wings, too. Once. We're and only going to eat wings once. Oh, oh, we're gonna go to uh, Red Devil. Red, De- we gotta go to Red Devil. We're going to Nichols. Yeah. Hell yeah! Going to Nichols and Yucca. We got it. We gotta go to Red Devil. Hell, hell yeah, dude! <laughs> All right, so uh, so you have your wheat beer. And wait, what did you rate it again? Out of our three? Oh, this is um, I think given what it does, I'm gonna do two point two five out of three. Not bad. That's fair. This is this is solid. This is especially when it's gonna be 120 degrees outside. This is going to be a nice, a nice refresher. Miserable, hundred twenty degrees. That's nothing. It's the dry it's heat. The dry heat. Oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, my my beer for modern times. This is uh, this is not good. This is not good at all. <laughs> Terrabellum. This is a terrible hazy, like no carbonation. It's um, it's just, it's not sweet. It it's just bland. It's beyond bland. It's not. This is not good. I don't enjoy this. I, I don't know if I'm going to finish it. Dang. Just because it just doesn't have much flavor. It's like I'm eating like sawdust or something. Ew. There's just nothing there. <laughs> nothing there at all. So, uh, yeah, with that, I mean, I'm going to have to give this a like a 1.25. Maybe no, I'll just give it a 1. Just I was going to say, a 1.25. Yeah, where, where did the 2.5 come from? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. i just give it a 1. Just try it once and that's it. That's all you need. It's not, ugh. Yeah, whatever. I'll, I'll finish it. I'm a glutton for punishment. I mean, you, yeah. don't, you don't have to finish it. We're, we're we're adults now. We can just yeah. We have true. disposable income to where we don't need to just scrimp and scram. <laughs> you know, we're blessed to be able to pour beer down drain. True. Let me uh, let, let me let me go pour this down the drain real quick. Give me ten seconds. You have like you have to do it now. I don't I want to have a beer. I want to have a beer. But like, why not just open another beer and just at the next break, then pour it down oh, the drain? Fine. Fine. Like, I don't understand like fine, why it has fine. to be done right now. Fine. I like to drink my beer out of glasses. That's what I like to do. You don't have multiple glasses? You only have one glass? Yes, I have one with me right now. Otherwise, I have to go out to the kitchen and get a new glass. 
You don't just stack them on top of your little mini fridge like like we do over here. I don't have a mini fridge. You don't have a mini fridge in your room? Not anymore. What no room. No room. No room. No room baby. You moved all your shit outside. <laughs> I don't need a mini fridge in here. It's fine. So I don't well, have how one. You, now you do because where else are you going to put extra glasses? Uh, in the cupboard where they belong. So I'm not an animal. All right. So that is that all you got for the the fearless beer review? That's it. All right. Let's move on. Move on to some of our vinyl pickups. Uh, what did you get this week, Jeff? Go. So I would like to throw out that I'm officially done. Eh, that's actually a lie. I'm done with all but one album on my backlog. The only album I have left is is, is George Harrison, and I'm just <laughs> you just don't want to do it. I'm I'm kind of dreading it, so I need to be in like a mood. Because if I'm dreading it, I listen to it, and it's not like really really good, then I'm gonna hate it. Oh yeah, so you're gonna if, hate it then. If I'm in a better mood, I listen to it. At least I'll be more receptive and 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 have a higher tolerance because it's fucking long. It's three LPs. What do you want me to do? That it is a long one. Yeah, that's uh, a long one. So yeah, I'm I'm done. I I I've I've uh, I've listened to everything twice, and I've purged a lot of stuff, and um, my collection is is looking looking a lot thinner. It lost some weight, but damn, it's 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 got good meat on the bones. It's got good good meat. I mean, nothing, I'll be the judge of that when I'm out there. This nothing weekend. but bangers, baby. <laughs> so yeah, all um, right. Bad brains. Bad Brains, this is one I picked up a couple weeks ago. This was just new. I, I've never seen, I don't expect to ever see a used copy of anything Bad Brains like. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I just bought a new one because they're like 20, 20 to $23 always. And they're always on sale or whatever. And it's always they're always available. And so I had some um, trade-in value. And I said, oh, fuck it. I'll pick it up. The same day I picked up the MIA. So I was pretty pretty happy about it. But yeah, I got Bad Brains, their first album. Bad Brains is Bad Brains is. Nice, and nice. uh yeah this is this is um I, I listened to this when we did sublime because there was just so much talk about about like bradley and and, the, and bud and these guys and everybody talking about how much they were influenced by bad brains and just like okay i listened to like the first like three or four and it's really good it's really good it's nothing like spectacular i think as far as like the hardcore punk side of it is concerned yeah. It's it is it is um it's crazy fucking fast and I thought it was playing at forty five at first, <laughs> and then it was just playing at thirty three and that's like god damn there's really some like some of these songs are really fucking fast, but aside from just being really really fast the it's 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 very typical like hardcore punk but they do incorporate like a lot of like reggae stuff and then they slow things down a lot on some of their tracks and it's just straight up like reggae jams and that's really cool. Yeah, the I mean I haven't heard a lot of Bad Brains either, but the little bit I've have heard of, I've really enjoyed. Really have. I don't yeah, know why. I don't know what's held me back from listening to them. I mean, I don't know. Just it's the same reason that held you back from listening to Black Flag is just I don't know, yeah. time, I guess. Well, I think it's also because you don't know where to start. I think that's what it is too. And yeah. You just kind of know it's it, you know it's always there. If you wanted to, you could always listen to it. I think that's what it is. It's 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 always you. there. Hardcore punk from the early to mid eighties, you know, it's gonna have a sound to it. And it does. It does have a sound to it. And like I said, I don't think the hardcore punk side of bad brains is is anything like revolutionary, except for the fact that they play really, really fucking fast. And I don't understand. And then the reggae stuff. But they don't inco- on their first album, they don't really incorporate the reggae into their music per se. It's always like Fast hardcore song, fast hardcore song, and then extremely slow 
reggae song and then fast hardcore song fast hardcore song they will eventually start to like incorporate the reggae sound into their music more but for the first mm-hmm. album it's pretty it's pretty like one or the other but it's solid I mean, man. i'm saying we're gonna have to do we yeah. talked about doing bad brains for a while on the pod so it's bound to happen yeah happen good soon. stuff by the end of the year it'll happen that's by the, end I mean, of the, year. the year just started pretty much so that's <laughs> that's, oh, that's got good. 11 months yeah. 10 months uh, the next thing I got is is a blues record. I had just a ton of blues records. You know that that record that Record Safari posted, that John Lee Hooker record? Did you see it on Instagram? No, I did not. They posted like an original mono of John Lee Hooker, and they, they want like 100 bucks for it on their website. I have that same record. <laughs> Mine is not in that condition. Mine's probably in like the $50 range, but I have that same exact record. And I got it from a lot of this guy. Who I paid 400 bucks. And it just had a ton of Grateful Dead and a ton of this old blue stuff. And I ended up keeping, I mean, that's where I, that's where I damn near completed my Grateful Dead collection. I, I swapped out better copies of my old copies. And I added like maybe 11 Grateful Dead records just from this one that's, lot. That is so insane. Wait, how many Grateful Dead records do you have then? I have all, as far as, as, far as like their studio, studio albums go, I have all but one. And as far as their their popular studio slash live albums go, I have all but two, which is like a lot. And my Grateful Dead family, which is just all side projects that were started by a Grateful Dead member, that Calyx shelf, the little box, is almost full. With with Fuck, so we're looking at close to 70 records. With the Fillmore that, that you have for me, I think it might be full. Wow. That is yeah. insane. And that's just, like I said, that's just, that's just bands that were started by a member of the Grateful Dead. Doesn't include yeah. anything that just features a member of the Grateful Dead on it. <laughs> so I have, uh, I have a lot, but yeah, this lot, this lot, Too this guy was just four hundred bucks, and then I opened it, and it was just like all these like original presses, and I was like, holy fuck, man, this is really good. And he was like, yeah, I just want to get rid of it. And I started talking like, you got, you got a big Grateful Dead fan. He's like, yeah. And he looked up his shirt, like his sleeve. And he showed me his Grateful Dead tattoo and just massive like skull and roses. Holy fuck, that's such a cool tattoo. And <laughs> dude, they're out there, man. They're everywhere. <laughs> three anyway. three years ago, you would have just made fun of him. Oh, for sure. I I would love to have <laughs> one of those Grateful Dead tattoos. They're so ugly sometimes. <laughs> they're terrible. Oh god, I hate it. Especially the bears, like the dancing bears. Luke. Oh uh, yeah. Bill Walton well, the, has one. The the bears are better than than I think the skull and rose. The skull and rose is cheesy as fuck. Dude, the bears are so dumb. They're like Care Bears. <laughs> Bill Bill Walton, Luke Walton's dad has has uh, oh, four on his arm. One to re- right. represent like each one of his kids or something. And they're so ugly. They're so terrible. <laughs> but anyway, in that Grateful Dead lot, there was also a lot of like blues, like a lot of just old old fifties and sixties blues. And this is one of them. This guy's name is Big Bill Brunzi. And this was one of them I that I pulled in there. This guy, it's called Big, it's, I think it's called Bill Brunzi Sings Folk Songs. And so I was very interested. I said, okay, cool. This may be like a heavy blues guy singing folk songs. And that is exactly what it is. It's just, it's this, this guy who was just singing Delta blues, but just incorporating folk songs into him. And his voice is fantastic. The guitars are very catchy, but he goes off sometimes and kind of like noodles around and you know, he's he's from he's from that era. He's born in like nineteen hundred and died in nineteen in the fifties. So he's from okay. that twenties and thirties era. I've never this heard one, of him. I never heard of him either. Hmm. But I mean he's 
he was out there for a long fucking time and he had a lot of singles and a lot of people covered his stuff and a lot of people said he was one of the best. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. I've never never heard of him. But this was um God, this was good, good stuff. This may be besides that muddy water or that um BB King one we talked King. about last week. This is one of my favorite blues ones, blues albums that I have. I'm sure it probably goes for quite a bit of money now, right? Yeah, it's like 40, 50 bucks. Jesus. Which is, uh, it's so much, like, that's so much money for blues artists that nobody has ever heard of. Yeah. But then when you really think about it, there's not, blues records aren't that cheap. They're at least $25. Yeah, even like represses of, of blues ones are still 25 bucks. Yeah. I've never seen blue, cheap blues. Never. When we when we first started and we bought all those, um, I mean, I don't know how many you bought, but I bought Muddy Waters, Robert Johnson, and Sunhouse, and Charlie Patton. I bought all four of those new, and each mm-hmm. one was like, I think it was minimum 18 to 22, and that was when we first, first started. Yeah. Now those are at least 25 to 30. Are they? Well, I, I, did, buy, I did buy the Robert Johnson one, the, the complete collection. Yeah, which ha- which is like you know what thirty seven thirty eight songs or something like that. I think I paid thirty dollars for that one. I don't know how much it goes for now, but yeah, that was the one I that, that was the only one I got. Good, good, good stuff. Oh, dude, I want to. I haven't listened to Robert Johnson in a long time. I've now so I've now incorporated all my blues into the same thing. I used to have two separate. I used to have blues and then I had blues rock, but now mm-hmm. everything is just blues. So. And I got That's, I purged like oh, a sure. lot of stuff, and because it's like like Howlin' Wolf, right? Like I, I could have put Howlin' Wolf with like the Delta Blues era, but then he did so much stuff later on. BB King is the same way. Like these guys had such mm-hmm. long careers that I don't want to just pigeonhole them into one Delta Blues. But then it just felt weird to also putting like Charlie Daniels next to like Howlin' Wolf because <laughs> it's, I mean, still, but, it's kind of similar. Yeah, I mean like the country rock things, bluesy and essence and stuff so i don't care i just wanted everything in one side of my room yeah that's really what it came down to and you purchased a lot so i purchased it's about damn time about damn time yeah i'm excited to sell them baby <laughs> so yeah um neil young tonight's the night tonight's the night it's a great record great record yeah this is um i've th- this is an 80s press and it was i think it was 25 and you just don't, I don't see these very often. And and the one mm-hmm. that I saw at Grace that I balked on because it was 35, I asked him, he's like, yeah, that was like an OG pressing and it was in great condition. I'm like, God damn it, because that's like a, a good rate for an OG pressing in like really good condition, 35 bucks. That's like a $50 record. Yeah, yeah. So this one is an 80s pressing, whatever, don't care. It's still gayfold, still sounds the same. It's still the same songs. And I mean, it's Neil Young. Like, what do you what do you want? It's it's fantastic. The story behind it, it's amazing. This is not one of my favorites by him. This is not a top five Neil Young for me. Okay, that's fair. But but I mean, like, what does that even mean? You know, what I mean? who cares? It's still really really good. Like, yeah, I could I could listen to this forty more times and just be captivated by it because it's so fantastic. I'll get more into that record right. later because it's in All my right. my collection too. All right, and then. Um, Another thing I got when I bought the Less Than Jake off of one of the guys in our vinyl um, Facebook group is Because the Internet by Childless Gambino. This oh, is yeah. um, this was his second album, 2013, and dude, he's so good. His stuff, his stuff is so fantastic. Even even <laughs> like, are you okay over there? Yeah, I'm fine. Damn. Oh. Sorry, even continue. 
even like his first album, I think is is really good because that was that was out because he had some like some mixtapes, some EPs to come out before, and then his first album, I forgot what it was called, but that was really good. I think I think because the internet is probably his best album, and then his last album that is um, the one that came out last year, oh uh, two years ago, is that the one with um, now? What is it? White America? What is that song? Oh, this is America. Oh no, that one is just a single. That that was never. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah, that wasn't on an album. The last one that came out, he had like um, like Ariana Grande was on it, a bunch of other people was on it too, and that's all I want to remember. But the dude's right. really good, and and it just, it's just really it's really well produced, and his his rap style isn't isn't anything to like write home about. Like there's nothing there's nothing I don't know unique about him, mm-hmm. but he kind of does everything really well. But the way the production is held or handled, it's it's fantastic. Like 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 imagine a more poppy Dr. Dre mixed with this guy. Like that's kind of what it is. Oof. It's just it's just really well handled, and it's fucking great it's fantastic that's a that's quite a statement right there it is absolutely fantastic i think I, again like donald glover i think he's a funny dude i think everything he does i think is great is is, is minimum good seen, to great what else what else have you seen him in besides solo he was in that show uh community oh i never watched that show oh yeah well, so i don't know well, maybe you should watch that show. Well, I've watched a couple episodes and it wasn't. I, oh, yeah. I, I watched ten seconds of one episode. I don't like it. I oh, listened to tur- the I listened to the, to the the Amazon clip of an album and I don't like the artist. <laughs> That's what you just said. I no, gave, okay, I gave I gave the community the same chance I gave Brooklyn Nine Nine, and Brooklyn Nine Nine is a much better show. Community Community is a show that you have to invest in the entire series because. Talk about like character development, like that mm-hmm. is that is one of the best, and it is like it's. I mean, it's not just me that thinks Community is great. No, I, like, I know people. A lot it. of the internet think like Community is really really great, but I will say that if you just pick and choose episodes, it's uh, it's pretty dumb. It's pretty dumb, and like okay. Chevy Chase was was horrible on that show. You should just I don't know what he was doing there, but <laughs> you got to watch like the entire series, and then you'll be and then at that point you'll understand. Like, Holy shit, this was really really fucking good. <sighs> it's but another that's a show lot of, that you're making me watch. That's a, I mean that's 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 on the yeah whatever. You're making me watch all these shows now. No, just uh, watch watch Fringe first. Watch Fringe first. Watch Fringe to first. Watch Fringed first. I've been watching so much new TV recently. This it's, too it's much, not even new. It's like ten years old. But a lot of TV I've I haven't seen yet. It's a lot of new a lot of new stuff for me. I forgot you recently. only watch things that are like. 15, 20 years or older. Oh, yeah, because that's all the shit that matters. <laughs> home Improvement? <laughs> Come on, man. I haven't watched Home Improvement in a long time. I missed that show. Did you like that, that America song? I think it's called like, This, this is, is America. America. It's This is yeah. America, yeah. It was, it was good. It was, I mean, it wasn't, it was just good. So that was a song that wasn't made to be like a good song. That was a song that was made to like make a statement to be. Yeah, something to yeah. be talked about, and that's why it's it not was more on about an album. the video. It was more about a video, the video than anything else. And it was, I mean, it's it's a good song. I like the song. I think it's a good song. The video, I think, is really cool. But I think above all else, it just it made people like, holy fuck! I cannot believe somebody is doing this in a music video because even that was like pushing the envelope pretty well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even after even, like like WAP from from Cardi B and that other girl. Oh yeah, we're what still else? getting surprised. Who's the uh, other girl? Was it Megan the Stallion? Yeah, there you go. Was it okay? 
I forgot. I actually completely forgot about that song. That song's terrible. It's a and stupid I like Cardi B. fucking song. And I oh, like Cardi God. B. I thought that was a stupid song. It's a stupid song. Cardi B's stupid. I, I only know that it's still... I, I only think it's still relevant because people are still trying to sell the... I guess they did like a, a single for it on vinyl and they made a bunch of them and they were autographed or signed. I don't know if they were actually signed or just like screen printed or something, but people are always trying to sell one offer up in record shows. I've never, I've never seen one of those pop up. Ever. And nobody touches them. They're just fucking dumb. <laughs> and there's probably so many of them. What it sounds like. People are, I, mean, I, I feel like people are just buying it because on the cover it shows both of them face facing away, sitting down, so you can see like their thongs. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think like this part of it is because of just the appeal to the cover. Mm-hmm. But like my God, I'm not paying fifty dollars for a fucking song. <laughs> is it really I'll that pay, much? I'll pay no I'll pay because I, I I bought a JFA EP. I'll pay forty dollars for four songs that are two minutes long. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I gotta draw a line somewhere. <laughs> That's where you draw it. I at Cardi B and Megan the Stallion. That's the most I've paid per song is, is the JFA. 40 bucks, four songs. Man, I'm surprised. So good. Fucking surprised. So good. Yeah, okay, right. so that's all I got. That's it. Okay, what's your song? My song of the week is By the Flaming Lips. <laughs> Flaming Lips, and this comes from like their, I don't know what fucking album this is. They have a lot of albums, like a lot of albums. Too many. I didn't realize they have so many albums because I thought this one was like an early one, but this is um, this is it's called At War with the Mystics. This is probably like their tenth or fifteenth album, and this is the one that has the Yeah 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 song on it. And do you remember when the song came out? Oh yeah, yeah. Did we? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. fucking love this song. Like when this song came out, we were we were infatuated. We were all about this song, and it was. I don't know. There's so much nostalgia with with the Flaming Lift because the album before at before at before at. Borat before at <laughs> Yo, the the pink robots because it has do you realize one of their biggest songs and that was oh, yeah, one, that's a good one that was one that we would do at camp like the do you realize that's that's a song that we would do at camp and stuff and I think we we even did like an entire week based around the concept of like do you realize and that song gets kind of deep and really kind of fucked up and sad and so when Outward with the Misses came out and the yeah yeah song came out I was I, we were all like really infatuated with it and we were all really really loved the song. And it's a fantastic fucking song. And this album is absolutely great. And I had not listened to The Flaming Lips in 10 years, 10 plus years. Mm, I would I would agree with you on that. Yeah, it's been many years for me too. This song, the whole record, this entire record is very unique. Uh, none of the songs really sound the same and they you just know it's The Flaming Lips. This album this album is honestly I- iconic. I really think so. It's it's man, it's they're just not afraid to do unique things, but try at it. The, like the <laughs> kazoo. Try at it. Because you can like throw like a kazoo into a song, you know what I mean? And just have it like, yeah. sound, oh yeah, that's a kazoo. But like they're trying to sound like something cool. They're trying to incorporate weird instruments into their, in, in, I don't know, into their production and, and trying to be musicians while still having a lot of fun. Because so many bands will do different things just for the sake of doing something different, but they won't try to to blend it well. They're just doing true. it, just true, to say true. we did it. Yeah, but I not these guys, not these guys. And they're, they're just full of just fucking bangers. And I remembered almost uh, probably like eighty percent of these songs. I, I knew almost all the words to, and I was like, "Oh fuck, this is a really, really, 
really good album, and I bought it brand new. It was sealed. It's a, where did you it's get a, it from? It's from, it's from Colombia. That's a that that that's depressing. It's either Colombia or Ecuador. That's depressing. I have. Wait, it was what? sealed. Yeah, I got it from Nichols. It's a Colombian or an Ecuadorian pressing, South American. Let's just say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, "What the hell?" Because on the back it has like this sticker that says it, and then I was like, Where, I'm "Like, where's this from?" He's like, "Oh, like every every year these these guys that own a record store in whatever country I just said, they come in and they bring me just a bunch of stuff that they haven't sold." And a lot of it is sealed, and I end up giving them like a big discount because they buy a lot of stuff and they trade in a lot of stuff. I was like, "What the fuck? This is so cool!" That's so weird. It's cool, says, but yeah, it's weird. He says they've been coming in for like ten years. He says every single like every year they come in like once a year and they drop like thousands of dollars. He, he, he says they spend like ten thousand dollars, and they'll bring what in just a fuck? bunch of stuff to trade in. Wow, that's weird. Like, yeah, but I guess I, they just they they stock up for their own store. I I know too that. Well, I mean, it's kind of related, but I know because of all like the vinyl shortage that's been going on, the a lot of uh, a lot of pressing or a lot of pressing plants in South America are being used now to fill the to fill shipments. Like the my my copy of Every Time I Die, if you actually look at it, it says it's manufactured made in Argentina. It's an Argent it's a press pressing from Argentina. Had no idea, but yeah, they're apparently they're like outsourcing to plants down in south america a lot right now damn because of the shortage yeah desperate i mean i wouldn't say desperate but it's just i've never i never see anything from south america unless it's like unless it's from brazil and it's like a brazilian artist otherwise i've never i've never seen anything else from from south america except for my every time i die now but it just look so so it's it's a european press but the sticker on the shrink said some one of the countries in south america okay so, so now i'm confused but yeah i got it right. i got it sealed and mm-hmm. i was super happy because on discogs it goes for way more than i bought it for and the cheapest copy is like 30 dollars more than what i bought it for and um you know it's good stuff and there wasn't there wasn't a second copy that you could have got me they actually did have two sealed copies yeah and he said if i buy two of them i'll get one free and i was like now nah, i'm good i don't know anybody that likes you're such an idiot band, so. <laughs> you're such a fucking idiot <laughs> Uh, hopefully he has one this weekend when when we go. Dude, there. I've never seen anything by the Flaming Lips except for their newest album that Sloan bought at um, Barnes and Nobles. And of course, like Sloan half bought off. It. Of course, Sloan bought it. God. <laughs> All right, so here's uh, the yeah 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 song from the Flaming Lips.
There's the yeah, 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 the yeah, yeah, yeah song from the Flaming Lips. I love the no, no, no's part. It's so good. It's really good. <laughs> it's a good song. It's a good song. It's, it's, uh, it's got a cute little message, you know, kind of makes you think about things. Makes mm-hmm. you pontificate as you're listening to this highly catchy, highly infectious song. <laughs> it's true. The lyrics are much darker than they would... Uh, than you would think. Unless yeah. you're really listening. It's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good, good stuff. I wish you would have bought me a copy. Or at least given me this copy. But um I, I might did. I might still give you this one. I've been thinking about it actually. I'll give you Skrillex for it. For this? Yeah. Uh, you would not trade my Skrillex record for this. Uh, well that's fine, because I wouldn't give you the Skrillex anyway. It's a double LP. So Skrillex is just is just one. Double LP. Two two is worth more than one. That's a double LP. Yeah, it's a double LP. <laughs> it's like Russian or something. <laughs> it's like half part Russian, part Italian. I'm bad guy, but then my bad guy. <laughs> have you ever seen, you ever seen uh, Wreck It Ralph? No, I have not. No. Oh my god, Wreck It Ralph is so funny. There's a part where, like, somebody in Wreck It Ralph is giving like w- the equivalent of like an AA meeting to a bunch of video game characters and Zangief mm-hmm. is in there to a bunch of video game villains <laughs> and Zangief is in there <laughs> and he's like he's like he's like sad and he's all hunched over and depressed and he he's he's trying to say like I'm a bad guy because in the game he is a bad guy in the movies yeah. he's a bad guy but he's not a bad guy so he says like I am bad guy but then my bad guy <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking funny it's like my favorite part of the entire movie just because I'm a bad guy, but then my bad guy. But it's so he is a bad guy, but he might not be a bad guy. Everybody you have not seen Wreck It Ralph. I know people always say that you know I should I should see it, but good yeah, God, I haven't got around to it because no it wasn't made twenty five years ago. That's why no oh time, no time. It's a fucking record, Jesus. No Christ. time, oh, no shit. damn time. All right, is that all you got for uh, for oh. the vinyls? That's it. All right, let's jump into my stuff real quick. Start with. Uh, Ooh, well, let's start with Justin Timberlake. Ugh. I picked up uh, his his uh, second record, Future Sex Love Sounds. It came out uh, September two thousand six. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows uh, "Sexy Back." You know, it's probably like the biggest song of that year. And uh, yeah, I got twenty bucks, man. Got this and the single, the actual twelve inch single for "Sexy Back," and uh, from this little record store in Huntington Beach that was pretty much a terrible store they had a lot of overpriced stuff but uh, i found this one for cheap and uh super stoked on it like no surface noise it sounds great uh i forgot how great some of the, some of these songs are what is it uh what is the one i can't even think what's With carrie hilson summer? no 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 like some not summer loving that's from greece my love my love Wait, what, my what the love, fuck is love. the Anyway, there's some, I don't know, there's some really good stuff on this record, and it's, I think it's really overlooked by a lot of people who listen to music. They just probably think, oh, it's just Timberlake, it's NSYNC, it's stupid pop music. There's some really cool stuff on here. A lot of really cool production things going on. It's a killer fucking record. We did this a long time ago on the the old format of the podcast. We gotta do it again. 
Yeah, I, I'd be down to do this one again. Yeah, this one again. Yeah, this was Timbaland, man. This was like the yeah. best thing Timbaland's ever done. This is oh, an amazing record. Yeah. And um, yeah, this one should be in my collection instead of your collection because you won't even well, appreciate it. So, well, that's not true. I do. There it is. Yeah, it's a great record. Glad I have it. If they if they had an extra copy, I would have got it for you. But uh, much you like just you know, gave me that copy. Yeah, I'll trade you your flaming lips. Well, I mean, I I could just sell flaming lips and buy three of these. <laughs> it's true. Even though I They're do think I, I I do think that. The the future sex love sounds is a better record than Flaming Lips, but the, okay. I can't I can't justify that price point. Well, you should still trade me. Okay, I'll bring it. I'll bring it, and then you could trade me. So <clears throat> I got that one. What else we got here? We got some uh, Led Zeppelin, the Led Zeppelins. Uh, the, How the West get? was won. Oh yeah, yeah. The live record, the classic live record. It's uh, it's four LPs. It's fucking long. Uh, if you don't know, this was this was actually originally released uh, in May 2003 as as a three CD set, and uh, it was taken from two different shows, or technically three, but really the two big ones were from the Forum and from the Long Beach Arena, the Forum in LA and Long Beach Arena in Long Beach, California, uh, from June 25th and June 27th, 1972, and then they finally pressed it uh, onto vinyl uh, in March 2018. So that's what you and I have because you have this record too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, every time I listen to this record, I'm just fucking blown away, man. And our our stupid little history with this record too, you know, when we were in our young drinking days going to bars all the, like every other <laughs> night or every night, we'd be the assholes going over to the jukebox and putting on the 25 minute, 24 minute Days of Confused. And then we'd put on the 22 minute uh, Whole Lot of Love and then put on the 19 minute Moby Dick. So we have over an hour of Led Zeppelin right there. It never Just lasted an hour because the bartender would <laughs> so always turn it off at some point. would always turn it off, yeah. Especially during the Moby Dick, you know, when most of that is the drum solo. <laughs> you just fucking hear Bonham going off. But it's just like oh, you, it's you a, pay three bucks and you get an hour of music. Like, come on. Yeah. What, what a deal. deal. What a fucking deal. But uh, yeah, no, this is this is just an amazing, an amazing live record. Everybody just sound. Everybody is on point, and even and Jimmy Page has said this is the the pinnacle of Led Zeppelin. This is them at their best, at their finest, and it's true. They sounded, they sounded amazing. Really, I amazing. mean, to be fair though, like, like they went in, they 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 did these shows because they did the the Madison Square Garden tour and they recorded that after this. This was done to be recorded like they play these shows to record and so they are on their game they they know that they're being recorded they know this is eventually going to come out and so they're they're doing things they're they're not as sloppy as 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 they have been like if you, the the madison square garden tour is a lot sloppier mm-hmm. and zeppelin is good when they're really sloppy but this is not that sloppy yeah this is very true. this is very this is very buttoned up for zeppelin of this era but I do so think this is, good. this could be like the greatest live album of all time. Yeah, I I really would agree could. with you. There's really not much better than this, except for Blinks, you know, Mark, Tom, and Travis show. <laughs> and I think that's pretty much it. Well, Kiss Alive was really good too, even though we're not big Kissmen. Oh but man, so good. Love that. It's album. a really good live record. It's a really good record. But anyway yeah so i got that one i mean it, it was a deal too i mean what do we get like 30 bucks off on amazon yeah when we got it from there got it here in like two days yeah it's not bad at all 
Aspis takes a week, week and a half. Mm-hmm. So there's that. All right. So I got that one. Uh, next thing here. Uh, picked up Neil Young's Tonight's the Night, Tonight's which we already talked about. Six record came out June 70, 1975. I, I think I like this record more than you do. I think because I the story around it and and the sequencing and you know the, the death of his bandmate, one of his closest friends, and their, the, his roadie as well from the drug overdose, and the way it's sequenced, I think it's just, I think it's a it's fucking perfect. It's so well done, and the songs are they they go all over the place from blues to blues rock to straight up acoustic to just like vocals, and he kills it in every way. Absolutely kills it. It wasn't even that like like the guys died on like an overdose. He fired one of them because he yeah. was like too fucked up, and then went out and overdosed. And like obviously, Neil Young's going to blame himself for that, and so that's yeah. that's bleeding into this. And I think I think you may think this is like your favorite because you have a lot of good stuff waiting for you here that you have not heard yet, like on the <laughs> beach, Zuma, Live Rust. There's a lot of Neil Young records that you have not heard yet. But so. I didn't say this is my favorite. This is one of my favorites. What's your favorite so far? After the Gold Rush. I mean, ah. you can't fuck with that record. You cannot fuck with that record. That is a perfect record. Okay. And, you know, the, the story behind this record, too, you know, he had already recorded a whole album, and then he scrapped it, and then eventually released it in 2020. It's called Homegrown. But scrapped it after, you know, the overdoses, and then he wrote this record after that. So he scrapped that entire thing. And that homegrown record is really good, too. I, I did listen to that on Spotify before, you know, he took everything off Spotify. So what would you what would you say, like, if you have, like, a top three or a top five Neil Young? After the Gold Rush, Tonight's the Night, and probably, I do like American Bars, and, wait, American... Stars and Bars? Stars and Bars, yeah. I do like that one a lot. I've listened to that a few times. That one's a really good... That song, the the Hurricane song, is like one of his most popular songs. Yeah, yeah. That's a good album. It is a really good album. I I would have never known it was a Neil Young record because it doesn't really like have his name on it. It's just... fucking ugly. (laughs) It's a terrible cover. cover. Yeah, it's a terrible cover. But yeah, those are probably my top three for now, for right now. But I I don't think anything could get better than After the Gold Rush. I think that re- I I can I've I rarely listen to records on repeat, and that's one of the few records I can do, and not get like like it. after it's done you'll listen to it again. I'll start it over. Yeah. Whoa. I I I've seriously have done that several times with that record. Yeah, because I love it that much. That's very rare that I do that. Sometimes I'll do it, but rare. it's it's rare. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. I it's I think it's an amazing record. I I just need to get a really I need to get a really clean copy of it. But I don't want to get a new sealed copy. I want to get an older pressing, but just have a have a good clean version of it. Yeah, I mean, like honestly, that's that's the name of the game. Is 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 yeah. white? I don't know. If you're just going to buy a new sealed copy that isn't some type of of artist rendered remastering, then you might as well just stream it. Although you can't with Neil Young as of now. But the, the well, point is Apple the same. Music. Yeah, like, like I don't know. The, the point of this collecting <laughs> thing is to buy used. To buy to buy originals, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. All right, so I got that one. Got two things left. This next one is, uh, uh, oh my god, international oh my god. superheroes of hardcore. Mm. This is uh, this is this is newfound glory. 
but this is their hardcore band called International. Wait, oh my god, International Superheroes of Hardcore. And uh, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with that, but Words are hard. <laughs> it, they are. So th- this kind of this came as a joke while they were recording one of their records. They were just kind of fooling around, just playing like old hardcore songs, like Black Flag songs and this and that. And then they jokingly recorded a few of them and had some friends listen to them. And the friend said, this is actually really good. You should make an actual record. And they made a few EPs. And this record is called Taking Taking It Over. And this is essentially like a compilation of all their songs because they only put out two EPs, I think. Yeah. And this is pretty much all of it on on one record. And it plays at 45, which is nice. It's cool. And uh, it's just really fun good hardcore i mean the lyrics are stupid they're about like harry potter and superheroes obviously and it's just dumb fun dumb fun and it was fucking cheap got it for fucking cheap so not complaining not complaining at all if you never heard it go check it out they're really awesome so that leads me to my final my final thing here it comes from the band called the force they are uh they were a hardcore band from the East Bay, California. It featured uh, Hunter Bergen, who currently plays bass for AFI, and pretty much left this band to join AFI in the late '90s. And uh, I, this is this what I got is their entire discography. So they only put out two EPs and a bunch of singles over like the five years that they were together, or four years that they were together. And uh, and yeah, this is this is everything. I think it's like 14 songs and. It's really good hardcore punk. I mean, we've talked about that band Panic Panic Inc. that just came out, which is the singer of this band as well. And uh, it's just it's just good hardcore music. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's fucking killer, and I'm stoked on having it. I did see the I did see this band once. They did a reunion tour in 2008. I saw them at Chain Reaction, and that was really cool. And that's that was the only time they actually sold this particular vinyl was at that show. But then I ended up just getting this off of Discogs. There you it. go. I love it. So here's a, I'm going to play the, a bit of the song called Fight Like a Man. So here it is from The Force. There you go, fight like a man. 
from the force. What'd you think of this one, Jeff? It was solid. I I could I did feel like without the vocals, this could have been like AFI, like early AFI stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, I like it. It was it was fine. It was fine. Yeah, <laughs> I have nothing negative to say, but I don't know if I would ever like listen to it again. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You're not you're not a big hardcore man, a big heavy aggressive music guy. I mean, it, this like I said, this sounds like AFI just without Davey there, and it's uh, it's fine. <laughs> without the high pitched vocals. Yeah, at least yeah, at least there's some some contrast there. This one is just it's fine. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. But Guttermouth does the same shit when they're trying to make fun of this genre of music, and they do it well. <laughs> they do it really well. And the the singer Matt Wedgley, I mean, he seems like a really cool guy. I've never met him, but. He uh he did put out a lot of the early AFI singles and splits and stuff. And uh and he also was on several AFI records singing backup vocals and and everything as well even before Hunter joined the band. So they were all like, you know, mushed together and then there was a band that he was in he sang in called Viva Hate which Jeff Kresge also played in uh back in like the early two or like early 2010s and Kresge played stand-up bass and Matt sang in it and it it's like really good I don't want to say psychobilly, but it's just really good punk music with a stand-up bass. So, I'm I'm waiting to find like a cheap copy of that record because they have like one compilation record. But um, but yeah, no, the Forest. There you go. It's called the Complete Discography. That's the name of the mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's all I got for for my vinyl. And uh, you got anything else to say about that? Um, no. Nope. All right. Do we want to play uh, either of these songs? Uh, uh, no. I will say though, did you um like, like a couple weeks ago? We didn't really talk about it, but Weezer put out this app called like Weezify. And I've heard about it, but I don't know anything about it. Yeah, it's called Weezify, and uh, I downloaded it. I signed up for an account, and you basically just have access to every demo that Weezer's like ever done. Even oh. or mostly of the stuff they never put out, but you got to pay for it, so it's not oh. like a free thing. And that's um, okay. you know, obviously, I was like, I'm not paying for these things, but it's like nine bucks, and you get a decade's worth of demos, and they're they're based on different eras of Weezer, not specifically um, years. They're based mm-hmm. on on like um, the like the White Year, 2015. I'm reading it right now, and then like the Make Believe <laughs> years, 2003, 2005, and then. Maladroit years, green years, but some of these overlap a little bit. So you're getting demos that were written specifically for an album, but maybe have been written before a different album came out. So it's kind of cool mm-hmm. that they curated it like this. And I'm still interested. It's only nine dollars, like I said. And you get like two, like a hundred songs. But given I mean, that, <laughs> it's solid. That's good. So are you gonna do it? Uh, I probably will eventually. I probably will because I, I do want to hear a lot of these stuffs. Especially from like the early, early days. I mean, they have stuff on here supposedly that's from from like the nineties. There's yeah, there's like forty songs. That's, that's just Pat and Rivers from ninety to like the year two thousand ten. Oh, so there's a lot really of stuff. Yeah, and there's a lot of stuff too that Rivers wrote before Weezer. So dating back to like the seventies when he's writing music, all the way up to before Blue came out. Well, he was writing that early in the, in the late seventies. Like as a kid, yeah, he's writing music. Oh, okay, okay, all right, Not, yeah. All right. Okay, so, yeah, I'm interested. Check it out, Weezify. Given that, um, I don't really want to play any of these songs now. 
Okay, that's fine. We'll just talk about them. But uh, but before we get to the song, some new albums that came out, or EPs at least. Uh, well, Korn put out another full-length record, the 14th record. Crazy, 14 albums. Amazing. 14 albums. <laughs> Amazing. Great band. Greatest band of all time. Uh, th- this new record is called Requiem. It's only nine songs. It's their shortest record they've ever put out. I think it clocks in at like 33 minutes. And uh, I haven't listened to it yet. So I'm waiting for my vinyl, which I got fucked over on by the fucking pre-order. So I'm holding out. I'm holding out. I, I have very low expectations, though. Very, very low expectations. Good thing you pre-ordered it. Good thing I did. Got to have them all. Got to catch them all. And uh, the next thing here, Circus Survive put out their next EP, the, the company EP. Um, this one is called A Dream About Death. And uh, I, I haven't listened to it yet, but kind of cool that they put two EPs out within a year just to kind of make it one whole record. Pretty cool. Pretty, so, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that. And then uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, they got back with John Frusciante, which we've talked about, and they put out their first new single. It's called Black Summer, and uh, it's terrible. It's not good. <sighs> it's not terrible. I, mean, I get it. Like there's some cool guitar parts. There's some cool guitar parts. It's not terrible. Fuck me. It's not terrible. <sighs> it's definitely not great. Compared to like good. their best, yeah, it's terrible. But compared to their worst, like it's not bad at all. It's not a good song, <laughs> and I've never listened to it again. But it's not terrible. Did you watch the video too? I didn't know there was a video. Oh man, that video, man. Is he is he is he running around without a shirt on? He he does take his shirt off halfway through. Does he really? He really does take oh his shirt off halfway through. So fucking annoying. <laughs> <laughs> that see, that's terrible. <laughs> because men are repugnant and disgusting. Repugnant and disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they they put out a new song called Black Summer. I'm not gonna pre order the new record. Uh because I just won't. And yeah. um I don't know. I'll listen to it. I'm sure it'll be it'll be fine. As long I mean for Shante's back and we've we talked so highly of the guy because the guy is truly truly great so get into that if you want to if you haven't already and uh, the last song here i guess this goes along the lines with what you were talking about with the weezer app i had never heard this demo it's called you stupid piece of shit from <laughs> weezer and i thought it was it was a cool song it was it was a cool demo and i i don't know i was gonna add, the reason why i put it on here is because i wanted to know if you had heard this no Never? Okay. Uh-uh. Was it part of this, this new collection on the app? It could be. I mean, it, it could be because the app came just came out like a week and a half ago. Okay. And so it could be. Um, I I don't know if this is like a newer song or if this is, I think it's a song from like the. Sounds like the, Green Era. The, yeah, I was going to say the Green Era, the 2000s. Yeah. And so, I don't know. That's That's. That's where I think it's coming from, but I also think it's just it's it's an, it's going in line with the app. Like they're they're saying, oh, this is a cool new demo. You should come check out the app and pay nine dollars for one hundred and fifty songs. <laughs> it's really not bad though. Can you actually download them too, or just stream them? Uh, I don't know because I haven't bought anything yet. All right. Well, that's all I got for new music. You got anything else? Um, mm, no, that's it. No. All right, well, all. thank you all. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Uh, while, while you listen to the other episodes, go to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Give us five stars, and uh, you know, social media at us on our radio and all that fun, kind of boring stuff. So keep listening. Thank you, and uh, that's it. That's all. 
Tchau, tchau.